Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hi, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's I think it's supposed to be rainy here this weekend. So I was like, well, that's that's a good a good weekend to just like stay inside and like clean and maybe film some. Yeah, it's supposed to rain this weekend. And so it'll be nice to like stay home, film some reels, take some pictures, clean the house, get things in order. That's the plan at least. What about you? Very soothing. I need a nice weekend of like cleaning my house. Um, nothing much. I go to Mexico next week. So I'm very excited to just like spend the week laying on a beach, reading books. So I'm super excited for that. That will be very fun. Very jealous. All I have to look forward to ever. (laughs) So I'm jealous. That sounds, that sounds like it'll be a nice, a nice, uh, vacation and time away catch up on some reading lay on the beach I'm yeah when we go to Florida I only have one day of beach lounging and I'm kind of sad but it's okay it'll be fun I'm excited we've got a jam-packed vacation during that time but yeah I'm still like so hesitant about planning trips although I planned like 15 if we're being honest but I'm still like hesitant about it I like in the back of my mind, I'm like, what happens if this gets canceled? But I feel like, I don't know. I planned a bunch of trips last year and had to like cancel my flights and I've managed to like use all the credits thus far. So that was pretty streamlined and like seamless. So I just keep thinking like if it gets canceled because of COVID, then they're just going to have to like give you a credit and it's whatever. And I will just use it for another vacation. Yep. That's the plan. So hopefully hopes are up that things won't will remain and we will all be able to go so um if we do it'll be a lot of fun so excited for that yeah so what are we talking about today we are talking about bookish this or that so we did actually do this episode a couple of months ago but we've decided to add some new questions in because i think this is a really fun one because we're two very different people <laughs> yes yes <laughs> we we learned a lot about each other the last time we did this and so um, we wanted to do a part two. So we have a few in here that are from some people that maybe submitted a few questions or this or that they wanted to know about. And we will probably do another one along, along the way, probably one that's dedicated to like shows and movies, just cause that is so much fun. I love that. So, yeah. So let's get started. Our first question, would you rather meet your favorite author or meet your favorite character? this is a hard one and I've seen this one many a time on the on the bookish interwebs and I don't know it's so it's so difficult I think just because like my favorite characters are constantly changing the more I like the more books I read obviously a few of the steadfast ones but like I don't know this one's really hard I don't know um (laughs) I am gonna say if be my favorite character is what I'm going to go with just because I don't know. I think that would be so awesome if you got the chance to like meet your favorite character and like have a conversation with them and just like, I don't know, I guess ask them 
questions outside of what the author's written. You know, I guess, you know, because I don't know, that's just, I think that would be cool to have like, like drinks with your favorite character and get to know them more. And um, yeah, I think that would be awesome. What about you? I would definitely meet my favorite author because I feel like they create a ton of different worlds. And like, I think we see with like Lee Bardugo and for example, she created the whole grace verse and then went and created ninth house. And it's like, I'd love to pick their brain about the other worlds that they create. And like, they make more than one great thing. So it's, it would be cool to like ask them those questions and like get to see the, I think inner workings of like how they create these worlds. Cause they could answer all the questions I wanted to ask my favorite character because they created said character. That is true. That is true. That, that is very true. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it would be cool though to, to meet. Yeah. I mean, either way I would be, honestly, I would be ecstatic either way. So but. true. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no wrong answer to this one. Like there's no wrong answer to any of these, but definitely that is very not true. There's no wrong answer to any of these. That is very, very true. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so the next question, um, would you rather have unlimited free books or live in your favorite book? Hmm. <laughs> I, I would probably say unlimited free books. I, mean, I like a lot of variety in my life. So I have a really hard time committing. And I feel like, I don't know, also the books that I love, there's always like turmoil, terrible things happen. Lots of people die. I don't want to be involved in that. <laughs> what about you? I agree. <laughs> I, I would love unlimited free books just because, I mean, I just... I, I love books and so in a bunch of different worlds and I agree a lot of the books that we read are like fantasy or like you know mostly fantasy and it's like evil creatures and like lots of fighting and death and terrible things and pain and it's like I don't know if I would want to like live in that situation I like being like an outsider looking in <laughs> like witnessing it from afar but I don't know if I would want to be involved in said situations but yeah definitely unlimited free books I mean who doesn't want unlimited free books like that is like a like a bookworm's dream it's called a library you know what I mean (laughs) but to like own to own like them years I mean yes I do know it's a library but like to own to keep forever is to very keep as your own like oh I would yeah I would I would die that would that yeah very fair very fair would you rather read inside or read outside weather ah, permitting this, weather permitting I was gonna say I like it when it's kind of like gloomy outside and you like go out it's like kind of cozy and like chilly go outside with like a blanket and like sit in my little lawn chair and read a book but like I mostly read inside like (laughs) I'm mostly like I like reading outside but like there's mosquitoes with lots of mosquitoes here right now so I tend to stay away and like lots of wasps where I live so like lots of angry bugs where I live and that's just not fun when you're trying to like read um and so I, I don't know. I like to be inside and like cozy and like, especially if it's like 
pouring rain outside and just like cuddle up on on the couch with a blanket and like a book and your little night and yeah that's my it's that's where it's at but what about you oh i agree i would much rather read inside because i hate bugs but story time like two weeks ago we had a big monsoon and it like rained all day long in the afternoon I got off and I was like, I'm going to go like sit outside. It's finally cool enough to like enjoy the rain and just like hang out outside and read a book. And I was out there for like 10 whole minutes and I still have mosquito bites on my legs. Like it, it's just not a pleasant experience. There's like flies everywhere and like gnats and things are like roaming about and bug bites. And it's just never like as glamorous as it looks unless I'm like in the pool, which then it's like water risk. Yeah, unless you have like a bug net or like some sort of like netting that keeps said bugs out. Like when I, so last summer we did a, like a girl's trip to Lake of the Ozarks, right? And um, one of the girls, her family owns a lake house out there. So we like did a whole weekend there or whatever. And their porch is like a screened in porch and it was like gorgeous outside. So you know, I was out on that porch reading, (laughs) reading my book just enjoying the weather and like reading and enjoying it bug free but like I feel like if you don't have that I also whenever I don't like to tan and read because I have this fear that I'm gonna have my book on my stomach or whatever and it's gonna be a book like weird tan on my stomach this is not as glamorous as uh as it is made out to be not even close it never is reading outside is never glamorous I don't know who decided it was it's like the worst thing ever. It's aesthetically pleasing for like pictures. And then you're just like, okay, too many bugs. I'm done. Yeah. I used to like lay out on my lunch hours and tan and like read books for an hour. And I was like, it's so hot. There are lots of bugs. And again, like I'm getting a weird tan line or like my upper half is not getting tan. So blocking with the book. And then my book is melting. Yep. You know, that's why I'm thinking we'll have a pool, but it's not glamorous. No part of it is glamorous. It doesn't go well. Nope, it does not. All right, so on to the next one. Would you rather read in bed or do you read on the sofa? Um, I would rather read in bed, I think. I have like a spare room that has lots of extra pillows that I use as like a reading room. So, and it's also where I take all my bookstagram pictures. So it's fairly glamorous and there's lots of pillows and things. Like sometimes reading on the sofa, I get like a weird kink in my neck. And then I feel like a hunchback. So what about you? <laughs> Same. So I usually read in bed. Like I'll usually read in bed at night. And that's like where I do most of my reading or on my lunch break at my desk. I prefer to read in bed and just like be comfortable in my bed and like turn on my little lamp and then when I'm tired, I can just set it aside and like roll over and go to sleep. But so, uh, yeah, I prefer reading in bed also. Totally fair. It's such a vibe. That so, is, it really is. Would you rather, I guess it's this or that either way. Um, do you listen in the quiet or with music? I read in the quiet. I can't read with music in the background. I can't focus on like multiple things coming in. I can't have like background music because it'll distract me from like the story and what's going on. So yeah, quiet. I'm definitely a quiet reader. I can listen to music if it's like a very specific thing. 
like I, I could listen to like Taylor Swift in the background always because I like know all of her songs. So it doesn't bother me to like listen to them. And sometimes I do that because I'm like, it's too quiet in here. I need to like listen to something while I'm reading. But like most of the time I probably read in silence or I like watch friends in the background. Has to be something yeah. I've like watched enough that I'm not going to pay attention to that otherwise, but it freaks me out sometimes to like be at home and I'm like, it is too quiet in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I just get so involved in stories that I just like, I don't know. I mean, there have been times though where I've been like so involved in a story and there's like music or something going on or, and I like don't even realize it. That's fair. I, it has to be like, if it's something I don't, I do know, then it's fine, but if it's something I don't know, then yeah, I have a really hard time like listening to music at the same time. Yeah. My brain will focus on one or the other and then I can't shake it. That's my problem. That's so, uh, yeah, I like can't, uh, yeah. My brain is very like focusing on this. I, yeah. And like I said, it's something I really know. Otherwise yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Okay, so on to the next one. This is a fun one. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited to hear what your answer is on this one. Werewolves or vampires? And we're talking like, okay, so for anyone who's, we want a werewolf vampire reference, we'll go with Vampire Diaries, werewolf and, and vampires, because that's kind of a universal, I feel like that's like a good representation of both. Not We're not talking Twilight vampires here. We're talking... TBD vampires here. So um, to you, Tatiana. I'm going to say werewolves. I feel like they're underrated. I love Tyler Lockwood. Just throw that out there. Um, <laughs> and I really like the way that they're like portrayed. I like Haley and all those characters and just the like pack mentality. And I feel like they don't get enough like credit for being almost as strong as like vampires and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just don't think we get enough of them. I don't, I don't really know why. That's about all I got. Oh, interesting. I was <laughs> not expecting Jacob, that. So like, there's that. That is true. Wholeheartedly. Is true. <laughs> everybody that loves Edward. He's a goddamn creep. So there's creep. that. He's definitely a creep. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Yep. I'm going to have to go with vampires though. I, again, if we're referencing like TVD vampires, vampires. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I think it's so, so interesting and so intense. And I do, I do believe that the werewolves are like underrated. Definitely. Um, and they're kind of portrayed in this like backwoods, like sort of, view, yeah, like which is kind of sad. Werewolf, yeah. like, <laughs> living out in the country barefoot in the kitchen. Like, yep. I love that vibe. Yep. But I don't yep. know. They're all like cute. They're all like way cute. Yeah. They're always like the hottest one. But mm. <laughs> maybe not a lie. I mean, like, what's Haley's maybe. husband's name? I forgot his name. Like he's so cute. And like Tyler and his cousin. Oof. I just they're all cute. Jacob. Mason Lockwood. Mason is really hot. Yeah, um, Mason, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, but you've got Spice like it up. Damon, Enzo, Klaus, Elijah, Cole. All valid points. Like but. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I Enzo, Damon. <laughs> like, that's true. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. But I'm still gonna have to go with, with totally the vampires fair. We need, on like, this one. one. There's like good werewolf lore. I feel like vampires are yeah. always like seen as really evil, and werewolves are like, I don't know, even like Poppy and Castile, like, and yeah, Kieran is his name. 
that's the name I was yeah. looking for. They're always like portrayed in like a really like mythological way. And they always have like mm-hmm. a connection to the earth or like the gods or something like they were given their power in protection of something. And like vampires yeah. are just over here, like stealing souls and shit. Yep. I'm, I'm here for my morally gray vampires or totally morally black vampires, which is usually how it goes. I mean, I love Klaus if that says anything about me, <laughs> but, and David, again, if that says anything about me, but, um, yeah so that's my uh, but I don't okay I will say if we're talking twilight I'm werewolves if we're talking dvd I'm vampires because the vampires in twilight are just ridiculous they're so ridiculous but then also if we're talking underworld vampires 1000 percent like love the vampires in underworld I love all this stuff so Yeah, there's such, I just feel like there's so many books and movies on vampires, but there's like not that much about werewolves. And if it is, they're always just like the second rate character. And yeah, the girl loves an underdog. Yep. Big yep. Enneagram eight vibes from me. <laughs> I'm just saying they're always hot. Like I know a lot of the vampires yeah. are hot, but there's not always hot. That is true. Some real creepy ones there. Ever there's some daybreakers. That's true. <laughs> we're, we're not referencing the evil, like rip your the ones that like your... turn into bats like i'm not yeah. great with that <laughs> you're not about there ain't that. no werewolves turning into bats <laughs> throwing that out there yeah you do have a point on that for sure i'm still sticking with my vampires so totally fair just like just for everybody else in case you were just automatically a vampire just give you something to think about yeah okay yeah. um new adult or young adult new adult 1000 percent I am like adult, new adult one. I just like, we've had this conversation in the past, but like, I have no tolerance for like 16 year old problems anymore. Like, you know, like, like high school drama and stuff like that. Like I like young adult books, but they're cut. There's like, after a while, I'm like, okay, I need to read something that's like, I can relate to like, as a, as an actual adult, um, and someone who's almost 30 years old. I, I need to read something that's in my wheelhouse, like as far as like age range, because I, every now and then I'm just like, I can't, I just like, I can't relate to these problems anymore as much as I used to, obviously. Yeah. I think the high school vibes really dead for me. I mean, I'm done with it. I think I like have such a love for young adult, but I think now I like to read the new adult a lot more. I just finished the Raven cycle again, or th- I just did the Raven boys. And I like, love that book. I just read it for the first time last year and it's 86% of my personality. So like, it's shocking. But as I say these words, but like reading it the second time, I was like, I just forget that they're like in high school, you know? And I'm like, this is such a good book. And I like, love the vibe of it. But it's like, oh, you're 16. I'm like, good Can we just like age them up a little bit? Like, (laughs) yeah, I just don't want to remake all these like iconic books. Yeah. Like an adult age. But I agree. I also just like, the, the spice in some of these is yeah. like a lot for like a 16 year old and I'm like that yeah. just like makes me a little uncomfortable thinking about like granted I read Akatar again I read Akatar last year but that's a new adult or like a, a young adult fantasy and like some of it is just like a little I mean there's a lot of it is like closed door in the first book but it's still like if I'd read this when I was 16 it's like that's really uncomfortable so yeah I remember reading things when I was like 16 and it being like oh, they kissed like oh like you know what I mean like you're like you were like excited about them kissing and now like as an adult again like you read those and you're like it like fades to black and you're like I get it it's YA but like 
sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but like some of them are really aggressive. Some of them are like, yeah, some of them much. are. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is not, yep. like, I wouldn't consider this young adult other than the fact that they're like 16. So but just to be safe, I'd rather read a new adult. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I also don't want to read about teenagers banging it out. That's not something I yeah. want to read I about. Just crave, and that was another one where I was like, everything about this is so cringy. Like, it's just a lot, you know? I was just like, yeah. You love him? You're 15. You love him? Okay. Yeah, good for you. We all love mm, him. Yeah, I also loved someone when I was 15, and look where that got me. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, good for you. Like, I- You've known him but, one week. Yeah. That's yeah. what we like to call a red flag. So, yeah. Yep. New adult 1, all the way. percent. Yeah. New adult for sure. But you know, when you're 16 and reading these, you're like, oh, I totally agree. Like I just, they're being treated so terribly and they deserve this and that. And then it's like, but then you read it as like an adult and you're like, you're a child you need to, you need to, you need a babysitter. Someone needs to watch you. So yeah, it's a, it's really funny how, um, how your perspective changes the older you get. Fair. Cause like we all thought Twilight was so great. And, um, now that everyone's rewatching it, they're like, I am, I am living for these reaction videos to Twilight though on TikTok. It is the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. But like, they are so terrible in the way that the books were also terrible. Like they're yeah. so accurate to the books. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's like, or I guess like as accurate as it could get. And like, they're just so cheesy. They're just so cheesy. I can't, and I watched, cringy. I rewatched them like last year, I think in the fall. And, and they're like, like cringy in the worst way. This is so bad. <laughs> Everything about this is terrible. So yeah, like yeah. we were different people in 2012. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading Twilight and being obsessed like oh yeah absolutely to an unhealthy level like, yeah I was obsessed. like Taylor like, Lautner is my future husband like so. my sweet 16 we went and watched Twilight like because yeah. it had just came out like that was my like that's what I did for my sweet 16 was like went and watched Twilight with my friends because it was you know we were obsessed but I mean that was the whole that was the height of like vampires and werewolves and like all of that because it was like TVD and the originals, True Blood, like like Paul Twilight. Wesley would not have gotten cast as Stefan had Robert Pattinson not been Edward. That was the yeah, that was, yeah, that was it right yep. there. Yeah, yep. So I mean, but we do love we do love our uh, tortured um, hero haired vampire. Absolutely, just saying. <laughs> like he looks so much like Robert Pattinson, he would have never gotten cast had yeah. it not been for him and Twilight and everyone being yep. like, "Oh my gosh, Edward." <laughs> pretty much pretty what much a creepy so. bastard. I would like to say <laughs> I forgot which one it was but the one where they're like in the tent and Bella's like shivering Edward's like reading Jacob's thoughts I just hate Edward right then and there at that moment where like Jacob's thinking about like Mac and on Jacob's Bella. also super creepy like oh yeah they're both equally as creepy, super like, creepy. Jacob the man is creepy in- as like a younger brother has a crush on his like older like older sister friends person that he He's grew up with straight up a pedo he imprinted on a baby that's fair. Jacob all the way up into that like last <laughs> book is better than Ed. But like Edward's so creepy. Just Edward's, so hello. Just shut up. He's so creepy. He's creepier in the movies. I don't know oh, how. Absolutely. But he's totally creepier in the movies. Hello. Yeah, this just turned into a stop. 
just, a, di- a dissection of the Twilight I movie. I can't. I can't. Oh, that's so great. Okay, yeah, yeah. So for anyone that's wondering, we prefer new adult and adult books. Okay, moving on. Um, okay, so when you read, do you have snacks or do you not have snacks? If it is a low-risk snack, a nice gummy bear, a cracker with no crumblies, perhaps. It just depends on the day. I did, I think I've told this story already, but I read Akasef like that whole day and I did not put it down until I finished it. And I like ate while reading Akasef and spilled pizza on it. Yes, because I'm, health is my passion. And like, I'll forever be crushed by that. So I'm a little jaded. Very careful about the snack to risk ratio. What about you? Yeah, I'll like eat a nice grape or a banana um, or like some fruit. Um, Nothing that's going to like stain said book. I've been there where you're like eating something and you get like pasta sauce. You get something and you like stain like one of the papers and you're just like, (gasps) no, or like something terrible happens to it or you spill some like colored drink or colored whatever on it and it just like stains the book ruins it and you're just like you want to cry in a corner and hate if it's like also for me if it's like a like a mass market paperback I don't really care you know and I'm just kind of like okay like I love them don't get me wrong I love them I read them all the time but like I'm gonna be a lot more careful with like my hardcovers than like my hardcover of King of Scars than I am of like my my like Born of Night mass market paperback like you know what I mean so um but yeah I don't safe snacks I agree safe snacks safe snacks that's the key yep snack safely everyone snack safely while you read absolutely so do you prefer contemporary romance or traditional romance? I'm saying like Western romance novel, the Duke and I, that sort of vibe, or like the hating game, it ends with us, the kissing quotient, that situation. I'm going with traditional preference? romance. I am all for a cover with like a half naked, like Scottish man <laughs> in a kilt, like in the Highlands. Like I, I, I live for covers like that. I think they're so great. I like, someone posted a TikTok and they're like, so happy that they're now making that they're now making romances with with covers that like aren't embarrassing and I'm like that makes me sad because that's like the whole joy of like reading a romance novel is that just the cover is like usually like a half-naked man or some damsel in distress or like some random thing you know and so it always it always makes me laugh when people are like, it makes me so embarrassed. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's all part of the experience, but I'm more of a traditional romance. Like if you look at my like romance quote unquote collection that I have, it's all traditional, like very, <laughs> you read it and be like, yep, yep, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> I think it's like the reading in public with the embarrassing covers that people are concerned about, but whoever decided to do that is a gazillionaire this is what a great idea because now people are like actually buying those books and yeah that's what I'll say about that (laughs) I think I'm gonna have to pick contemporary because like I mean I read a lot of western romance which I guess might be considered traditional but like it's usually set in like modern times so I feel like it's like semi-contemporary most of the time it's set in like 2015 or something so like we'll call that contemporary and blue bistro and stuff like that like I really like those books 
and I've just found like a newfound love for these like the contemporary romances that like take place where there's like texting and awkward conversations so yeah oh I will always I will always 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 pick like a historical romance over like a contemporary romance I don't know why I just I just love it again I would never want to live in that kind of world I just like to like outside yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know what it is like I like the ones that are like set in I'm not a hopeless romantic by any means I'm actually very cynical so it's surprising that I like romance at all but it is like a I have one whole bookshelf dedicated to it but I just like them when they're set in like more modern times but I really have found like a joy for these like newer romance novels or these like contemporary they are good reads. yeah they are good I will say like red white royal blue like that one just like has my soul you know what I mean but I also still love my life that's so fair (laughs) traditional romances I'm just I'm easing my way western to like mass market you know Elaine Hildebrand keep on keeping on making my way up to like Colleen Hoover and onward yep yep I I yep I can I can appreciate that I can appreciate I've been influenced okay <laughs> it happened. Haven't we all? Like, look at our bookshelves. We've all been influenced. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So speaking of the vampire diaries, um, here's a fun question. This one's gonna be really hard for me because I love both of these. The originals or the vampire diaries? The originals, for sure. I think for me, first of all, Elijah, oof, rip your heart out, love him. But I also love Klaus. And I just think the setting of the originals, like in New Orleans and like the witchy vibes. And I think it brings in like the werewolves, the vampires and the witches equally. So I think I like that version of the show better. I love Caroline and we'll pretend like she's a part of the originals at some points. Damon's not, but Stefan does come in to like pretend that that's okay. But I just really like the characters in that one. And I think it has such a different vibe to it. And it feels, you were saying, it feels very like young adult to new adult. Like Vampire Diaries feels very young adult and the originals feel very like, new adult like my grandparents like watch that show like <laughs> you know what I mean so it, it's such a different vibe but I, I would say the originals yeah Thoughts? I would have to agree um I love the originals uh I love again the setting is so perfect like for I feel like for like a vampire witchy werewolf New Orleans is just makes sense you know what I mean so um I don't get me wrong I I love I love Vampire Diaries, but um, I think after, spoiler alert, after Elena's gone, after season six, it's terrible. Like the last two seasons are so, so bad, like so, so bad. And I think originals ended so much better. I mean, kind of rip your freaking heart out, but the originals ended. I think the ending to that one was just so much better and so much stronger than the ending for like the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries was also rip your heart out, but like the ending for that one just like did not make sense to me at all. It just was a mess. And so, um, but also like Klaus and Elijah and the Michelsons, like all of them and their Marcel journey. Show. I feel, oh, love him. Um, just all of them. I just like love. I. I don't know the characters are so good and I mean who does not love Klaus and Elijah like they're just so good like so good and so um yeah I really I really 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 liked um the originals for sure that was probably my favorite of it yep so next question do you prefer a kindle or a physical book when you're on vacation (sighs) see I don't have a kindle so um I've had a kindle 
thought about actually buying a Kindle for this reason, because it's much easier to like transport <laughs> than like packing books. Um, and I don't know, I'm thinking about getting a Kindle for this reason specifically, but I don't vacation anymore because the COVID ruins everything. So um, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna get a Kindle and like do that because it just makes life easier when you're on vacation and just reading in public, I guess, is much nicer on a Kindle than it is like with the book and having to deal with, especially if you're on a beach, like stand on your book and like stuff and all that fun stuff or just traveling in general. It's less heavy to carry a Kindle rather than a physical book. What about you? Yeah, I have a Kindle. I actually have two Kindles. But one of them is like the original one. And I don't even think it holds charge anymore. Like I hadn't turned it on until like, I don't know, uh, two months ago. Cause like bookstagram made me do it. Like I never use that thing. I bought it like 2013 maybe as like, and it, it was like a cheap iPad. Cause it was only like 50 bucks back then. So I have like the fire and I really, I used to use it all the time and like loved it. This is back when I had an Android and I was like, Android's the best. And I was just so ignorant. And I used to like download a ton of books on it and do it, but like that I just haven't used it in so long. And I just forget I have it. And it sounds convenient, but I literally hate reading on a Kindle. Like I hate it with a passion and I don't know why. I think it's because I like can't see what the next one is. And like, I have a tendency to like touch the page a lot. So then I'm like flipping pages and I'm in the middle of another one. And I'm like, okay, chill, like myself. You also can't see how much you have left. Like I like with a physical book to like be like, okay, I'm about halfway there. We're good. I don't know. I really, I'm not saying I prefer a Kindle in any way, shape or form. I love physical books. And if I could take a million books with me on every vacation, I would, but having to choose a few books is difficult. Yeah. So like, so mistakes have been made. Like when I came to visit you, I brought a book and I put it in a little book sleeve. And like, I was like, this is the only one I'm going to bring because I'm not gonna have like a ton of time to read. And then I bought like 19 books while I was there and I tried to shove it in like mine and Carly's suitcase. So like mistakes were made <laughs> and the other one I had to, I had like carry a few on the plane. So I totally agree. I just, I have a really hard time with the Kindle, but now that I'm like, like I'm going to Mexico next weekend or next week. And I'm like, I'm going to have to like download a bunch of things and put them on the Kindle because there's just no way I'm going to be able to bring like a week's worth of books when my literal only task is to sit on a beach and read. So I prefer a paperback, like a nice skinny old paperback that I can flop around. I agree. <laughs> the Kindle is more convenient. Yeah, more convenient. I sh- yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just hate it. Yeah, I don't have one because I haven't wanted to invest the money in getting one because I know I won't use it unless I'm on vacation. Like that's my thing is like, I'm not going to use it unless I go on like a long vacation somewhere. Whereas like, I can pack like two or three books in a suitcase. And usually when I go somewhere, I'm probably going to stop at a bookstore and buy like actual books. So I don't know. Again, I think the Kindle is more convenient, but I love having a physical, I love reading just like a physical book. I love the smell of books, I love the feel of books, I like being able to see where just I'm at. Like, like commit yeah. to like bringing the Kindle. Like I'll, I just forget about it. Yeah. Like forget <laughs> that I have it. And I'm like, oh, I should have brought that instead. Yeah. Like we did our Euro trip and I didn't bring a book because I, we backpacked. So I had like a backpack and I was like, I can't bring a book. And like stupid me never thought to even bring the Kindle. And we ended up going shopping while I was there. And I bought two books while I was there. 
granted one of them is like called the wild slash white fang so it's like this big and like four inches thick total and like the first harry potter which i've read 17 times so it was a very boring trip and i regret it a lot <laughs> i should have brought the kindle but i yeah. forgot i had it so yeah like I've never read White Fang all the way through, though, or Call of the Wild. So I read those bad boys. Oh, I love White Fang. Oh, I haven't read it since like 2002. Like, so good. I don't even remember it. So I, I read it now in a teeny tiny paperback. Teeny <laughs> tiny. Like gold leaf edges. Like a like, magnifying glass. Yeah, I bought it when I was in Portugal. So I went to the, this is like a side tangent, but I went to the Harry Potter bookstore, whatever that one is that like inspired her. And they have like a very, very limited non-Harry Potter selection of English books because obviously it's another country. So it's like one shelf and the bookstore is two stories and it's literally one shelf that's like English books. And then they have like a huge Harry Potter section. Obviously you can get like <laughs> the special editions and shit, but yeah, I was like, okay, so Frankenstein, Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, White Fang. White Fang it is. Like, there's just like <laughs> classic novels. I was like, okay like that's funny yeah so there's like very few options and like tan france's autobiography and i was like this isn't gonna like in- entertain me enough yeah um yeah so it was like a very limited solution but you <laughs> you get like a coupon because i'm cheap you get a coupon for coming in you have to pay five dollars mm-hmm. to enter the store but you can use that for five dollars off a book when you get there oh. and i was like so we are using both of these because i got one and my mom got one yeah so i had to buy two books naturally of course yeah, why not course. so and i was like there are five options outside of like the entire Harry Potter series. So I was like 17 euros. That's pricey. I don't know who I was back then. <laughs> and just like, at this point it, we had just started the trip and I was like, I'm, I'm very like low on room as it is. Mind you at the end, I had like two beer steins from Oktoberfest like in my bag as well. So choices were made, but Kindle sacrifices is, were made. Yeah. Yeah. Priorities like, were adjusted. I don't know if anybody's ever carried one of those things, but they are heavy. And that was like 26% of the way through the trip. And I backpacked. Yeah. But, you know, I just couldn't give it up. <laughs> Best souvenir I've ever had. So. Um, so, do you prefer bookish clothes or bookish merch? So, like, candles, prints, everything else other than clothes. <laughs> Jewelry. Will come as a surprise to no one. But I would prefer bookish merch. I'm very top-heavy. I don't like trust a lot of stores. So I have a really hard time finding things. Like there's a handful that we've talked about before. Let's be bookish, Dear Writer Co. Like they're all great. I'm just very hesitant to like order a lot of different clothes because I don't want to have to return everything. Um, and I find it hard sometimes like some of these boutique like fiction themed ones that have like dresses and skirts and like cute things that are like themed like only go up to size large and like homegirl is not a large. So I prefer um, merch. Plus, like, I mean, I have a coffee cup collection to rival anyone. So yeah, I love like coffee cups and bookmarks and things like that. And like, I don't know. I think sometimes I'm a little more subtle about my book obsessions than most people. So I'm just like keep it in the house for now <laughs> until one day. It's just <laughs> until, until one day into the street. Yeah. <laughs> Until one day Blissly Bookish just releases her vintage teas and I buy seven of them. Like and yeah. until that day. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't yeah. Know, I just have a hard time like finding things that I like that aren't just like a graphic tea, also. Mm-hmm. So and there's a you can only have so many tea. like graphic teas. And at the same like they start kind of looking the same after a while. Like 
don't get me wrong. I am here for a book, like bookish clothes, bookish shirt. Like I have many a bookish shirt and like joggers, etc. But I do like the bookish merch just because I think people are just so creative when it comes to these things. Like the prints, like some of the art, like I have some prints that are just like gorgeous. Like I have some tarot cards, the pins, like I love it all. And I just, I don't know. I just, I think they're so fun and so creative and there's so much that you can do with it. Um, and I love it. So, um, but again, I do love me a bookish shirt. So especially if it's like a fandom that is like hard to find, like this is also kind of why we love, why we love Blissfully Bookish so much is like, she has such a range of fandoms from so many like different books and shows and things. And it's just, I feel like you don't, you feel like you don't get that kind of those options really anywhere else, which is nice, but yeah, I'll have to agree with you on the bookish merch thing. Yeah. I think that's like, there's just so many more options for that. And like, I don't know, it's easier to accumulate. It's more subtle. Like I have a ton of bookish jewelry, which I really like because I feel like I can wear it every day and I'm not like, I love fictional characters, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's more like subtle. So it's like, I like fictional characters, but unless you know the reference, you don't know. Like I have one from phase nation is as safe as life. And like, I wear it all the time to work, but like nobody gets the reference, which is totally fine by me. But like, to me, it's like, I, I really love that one. And you know, like I have the Latin on my, on the bracelet and stuff like that. And like, those are really fun. So yeah, I think the merch is more fun and it's like one size fits all. And yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I have the, the, like the, uh, Sherlock Holmes key, which I kind of dual purpose that one. You flip it over. It's like red, white, Royal blue, like Alex's key. And then you put it the other way and it's the 221 B Baker street. So, you know, it's, you can do whatever with it. Um, and it's, again, it's very subtle. So unless you like get up close and look at it, you can't really see the 221 B and it's just like a cute, like key necklace. Like it's just cute and um candles who doesn't love candles so like I just got um some candles from possum wigs and they are from the dark hunter series that I was that I absolutely love if you um have ever read Sherilyn Kenyon's dark hunter series or haven't read it um please read it it's amazing but um I got some candles from that series and this is like the only time I've ever seen any kind of like merch for those so I was very excited and I bought the last two sorry <laughs> so but they smell so good so one of them I'm, I'm giving to my sister because she also likes the series and then I'm keeping the other one next question if you could only reread your old like nostalgic books or new releases so you can only read every book once and you have to only read like new releases you can never go back and reread your old nostalgic ones or you could reread all your like comfort reads all the time I'm going to go with new releases. I'm going to go with new releases because you can always do like fanfic. You can always read like. Is that how you get around it? Is yeah. that the rule? So that's the, that's the uh, loophole. You're going to read fanfic and look at fan art. I just, there's so many good books out there. I don't reread things a lot as it is. Like, it's very hard for me to be like, I have to reread this. Like it has to be like my favorite books of all time. And there's only like, 10 maybe maybe that I would like reread so reading the same 10 books over and over and over and over again I would not no good <laughs> what about you 
uh, I would probably reread my favorites. Really? I do. I actually do a lot of rereading. Like before. That's true. I discovered there was a million gazillion books. Like I don't really, I never used to really buy a ton of books before I like discovered bookstagram. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a faker. I'm a faker. I'm just kidding. I own a ton, but like I, I reread a lot of the sames. That was not the word I meant to say. I, I do reread a lot of books. Like, so I think I have a, like an obsessive personality and I'm like, my favorites would be a, a mass list. Like all of the like Shadowhunter series, all of Harry Potter. And I think like a ton that I've read this last year. So if I could just like reread those, I'm fine with that because I, I, like I said earlier, I just reread the Raven cycle and I listened to it on audiobooks. So it was like a very different experience, but like re-listening to that, it's like, I caught so many things that I didn't catch before. And I just like fell more in love with the book the second time around. So I think, I don't know. I'm just like, I, if I wasn't on bookstagram, I probably wouldn't even know that half these books existed. So I'm like, okay, not knowing that. And like just rereading all the ones that I love, which was a very sheltered life. And I don't read a lot of fanfic. I, you, you know this, I've always had a million gazillion books, like always. And so I will constantly always buy more. So I'm that person that just like has severe anxiety over not being able to read all the books that I'm going to want to read for the, like, by the time I die. Like, that's like my, like, that's my, like, existential crisis, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I can't, honestly, I cannot remember what the name of it is. But it's about this guy, his, the men in the family can travel in time. Oh, it's called About Time, and it's on Netflix. And so his dad is obsessed with books, and he's like, you know, he like tells his son about the secret and he's like, you know, you can time travel and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he's like trying to figure out how he's going to like use this gift. And his dad was like, well, for me, it was about books. Like I just wanted to read anything and everything. So I like traveled the world and traveled through time and like read all the books I possibly could. And I was like, that would be me. (laughs) Like the son's thing is like love, like that's his thing. But like, I would be the, the dad side of things and be like, I'm going to read all the books all the time and just consistently travel throughout my life and just read the books. Like, that's just what I'm going to do. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting concept for me to like, not be able to actually read that. And I have to be okay with that. And it's very stressful for me. (laughs) Gives me major anxiety. That's totally fair. I don't know. I'm just like, I, again, I see them at the store and like before bookstagram, I didn't buy a ton of books. Like I have a lot, I had a lot like before I started all of this, but I've bought so many more since and like gotten, I think more into like buying new releases. Cause I really just thrifted a lot of books or like got them as gifts and stuff. So I don't know. I just, I wouldn't like realize there were new books I needed to read. I would just be yeah. thing where like, I walked this book aisle on target and was like, I really need to like pick that book up, but it costs twelve dollars and ninety six cents. So like, pass. yep, yeah. I usually like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mine was I mine was same. Like I would usually thrift books, so I would always get stuff from like like half price books was always my go to store, and it was always like it was never like new releases ever. Like it was always like the dollar bin at the back of the store. You know what I mean? And so now, not so much because I know. And I guess being ignorant of that prior would have made that a lot easier, but I just, I still, I still even think even before book talk, I would have been um, crazy about it. So um, that's just just who I am as a person, I guess. You are. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yep. All right. So speaking of, speaking of uh, reading, 
Do you read one book at a time or do you read multiple books at a time? I have started recently, I think reading multiple books at a time. I think always I was just like, yeah, I'll read a couple of this and then like put it down for six years. But now I'm like more committed, I think, to actually finishing the like multiple books that I'm reading at a time. I think I've been trying to like get out of my genre a little bit more too. So like, I'm trying to read a little of this and then, you know, like I'm here and I'm doing a little of that. And like I said, I, well, not anymore. We're not commuting anymore, but I was commuting. So I was listening to a lot of audiobooks, like trying to get that done. So it was like, I would be listening to an audiobook. I'd have one on my Kindle that I could like read while I was at work. And then I have one that's like at home. So I, w- I was doing that a little bit and it was very chaotic, but like, it was just actually kind of nice too, to, to like split it up a little bit. And th- that sounds crazy coming from me because I, um, just gives me hives to think about it, but this is me now. <laughs> what about but you? It's also, but the, I, I like that because then if you're like, there's a book that you're just not into, you're not like you have two other books that you're like, can kind of get through and take your mind off of that other book. I, it depends on my mood, honestly. And it depends on the book. So one, if I'm reading like a really heavy book, like a really intense one, I can't read anything else because I just like, again, this one track mind situation of mine, like I can't pull myself away from that story. Um, but if it's like, I don't know, I, usually I'm a one book at a time kind of person. What am I saying? I'm a one track mind. I usually go with like one book at a time. Um, I don't, I just, I feel like you read really fast too. Like, I think you read a lot faster than I do. So, and like you, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, this is like, this is a character flaw for sure. But sometimes I'm just like, if I'm not into the book, I'm just not going to read it. Like I could get it finished in like a day or two, but like, if I'm not into it, I'm just going to be like, and the times that I'm usually like at lunch reading, I'm going to watch TV instead. Or like, you know, at night I was doing a lot of reading instead of watching TV, but like, I haven't found anything that I was like enthralled by that. I didn't watch TV and then like decide to read for half an hour or whatever. So yeah, yeah I think that's why I started to read like more than one because I'm like, I just need something that's going to like hook me in. Yeah. I haven't found that recently. It's been like it's a, been month. a minute. Been, like a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. June was like really emotional. So like July, I just really like laid off. June was, was like, brutal. Yeah. June was, was brutal. I haven't felt emotion since I read Red, White, and Royal Blue. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. I say that. Like, I really liked King of Scars, but it took me a long time to get through. And it took me a really long time to get through Roll of Wolves, like an embarrassing amount of time. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think I started re- like reading other books. Cause I'm like, I don't know why yeah. it's just taking me so long to like get through a few of these. Yeah. But I, think I, the reader, so. I tend to just power through shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, unless it's like, for me, like the shadow and bone series was hard to get through. Like, and the crown of gilded bones was hard to get through, like so hard. And then I'll like, for me, I'm so mad. I'll like finish it and I'll be like, okay, just need to finish this book so I can get onto something else. Like I just need to be done with it. And so I can read something else that I'm going to enjoy. And so, but like, that was what was really hard for me with Shadow and Bone was like, I just didn't get into the books very, like, I was just not a fan of the books, mostly because I hate Alina. I think she's the most boring main character on the face of the planet. I hate her so much. Alina, but Alina, um, just like a terrible, whoever she is, she's annoying. No, no, I'm just saying, all the Alines. She's terrible. Alid, Elaine, Alina. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all she's, sucky. She's terrible. And so I'm just like, so I had a really hard time like getting into that story. Um, once I got to Six of Crows, it was really easy. I read that book 
that and Crooked Kingdom really quickly. And so, um, yeah, so I didn't have a problem with those, but I think the hard part with Shadow and Bone was like, okay, we get through Shadow and Bone and you're Siege and Storm. And then you have to read Rune and Rising and you're just like, this is exhausting, but I know I have to get through it. So I don't know. I, I tend to be a one book kind of person, but I do read really quickly. So yeah. I can usually get, if I'm into a book, I can get through it in, if it's like over 500 pages, probably two days, if I yeah. like dedicate some time to read it. So I think for um, me too, is like, it's not like pressure because I, I mean, I love bookstagram. I love the podcast and like, I love everything you do, but I think sometimes like, I don't know, psychologically in the back of my head, I'm like, I have to finish this by this day. So like, same. Sometimes I start to be like, okay, well, if I read hundred pages today and hundred pages tomorrow and hundred pages the next day, like I'll be done by the end of the week. And like, that'll be t- fine for like whatever deadline. And like, I haven't really gotten into net galley and like the arcs and stuff, but that kind of stuff, like stresses me out thinking about like obligatorily having to, that's not a right word. I clearly, I read a lot like the obligation of like having to read it a certain deadline, I think like stresses me out too. So I think lately I've been reading more than one because I'm like, I just can't think about reading this being like, I have to finish this by like Wednesday or whatever it is, whether it's like bookstagram or book club or, you know, the podcast or whatever. And like, I love all the books we read. That's a lie. I love a lot of the books we read, but like, sometimes I think in the back of my head, it takes me longer to read them because I'm like, okay, well I have to get this done. Cause I'm. Insane. Yeah. Cause you're like, you have to read it because you have to talk about it. It's not yeah. your, and like, not that you don't book. enjoy reading it, yeah. but it's like, you're not reading it for the enjoyment of reading it. You're reading it to talk about it or to post about it or to, to like take it off get the, the list of, yeah. to like understand the fan art or the reference or the bookstagram, whatever, and be a part of it, which sometimes it's great, but like there, I, that's why I try whenever I like build out my TBR every month, like we have our like book club book, we usually have a couple books that we read for the podcast. And then, um, yeah, so that's usually kind of the books that we are like, quote unquote, obligated to read every month. And then everything else is just books I want to read, like yeah. books I want to read for the enjoyment of reading it, whether it's like a mass market, traditional romance, trashy, smutty book, or it's like a a classic book, or it's just some random book that I found at a bookstore that looks like the cover's pretty like you know what I mean so I try to like yeah. mix it up with that and mix up the genres too because you sometimes get in this rut of like and that's we were talking about this in June because June was a was a brutal month we read both of us read Heavy. a lot yeah. and so and we read a lot of different things and so um reading those different things I think helped get us through that month because it wasn't just throne of glass you know what I mean it wasn't just thrown of glass it was you know we had red white royal blue and ninth house and like all these great books that we read along alongside of it um that I think helped us kind of power through that month because I if if we didn't have those books I don't know if I would have been able to get through all of thrown of glass like we did yeah I totally agree and I think like like I'm just I'm like you like I get a lot of FOMO but I think not for like the books I haven't read it's for the books I haven't read that are on bookstagram and I want to like know all the references and I like just go crazy and I like read snippets here and there. And that's like my other issue, I think is why I read so many, like, I think a lot of people, and I'm sure you're this way because you're a sane person, but like, I could just read, this is why I read just throne of glass and like moved on because I was like, I need to know what's happening, but like, I don't care enough to commit. Like I've only read the first two books of Carval. It took me nine months to get through all of the Raven cycle. Like I read one and then like six months later, I read the next one. And then like two weeks later, I read one after like, 
I don't really have like a preference because I just want to know. Yeah, I know. And it, <laughs> so many people have told me that I'm like insane. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I understand. It took me like months to get through Akatar. Like I was like, oh, let me read the first one. And then I read like, you know, six or seven books in between. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could pick up the next one. And then I read like a handful of books in between. Like it took me six months, you know? I think it just depends. If I don't like the series, I'm not going to like read it all at once. But I... <sighs> That's why I haven't started the Infernal Devices or anything like that, because there are so many books and I'm psycho and I will have to read like that's going to be my like two months worth of just like reading all 12, you know what I mean? Yeah, like all of them. And so or like whatever. And so and the same thing with like Harry Potter, like I I just like I can't not just read. I can't just read like one book at it. Like I I can't. So yeah, I, 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 I totally can't. It's a character flaw. I'm that. So when it comes to like, so like Sherilyn Kenyon, for example, like a lot of her books, they're like super long series. So usually with those, I can get through a lot of them. And then eventually you're like, okay, I need to read something else. That's usually like my mindset. So a lot of times it's really funny. People are like, oh, I've read like all these different books. So I'm like, I've read like 15 books, but it's all the same author. Like, so I need to read something else. So that's my problem is I'll get hooked on an author. I'll get hooked on like, like a, a genre or whatever and or a series and I'll just read that series and then that's all I'll read for like a month and then I'm like oh, okay what else is going on in the world <laughs> like that's just I guess either way it's it has its pros and cons I mean either way you look at it um but I yeah I'm I'm psycho in the fact that I cannot like not yeah I, I still haven't finished horrible like I haven't read legendary yet or no, mm. sorry, I haven't read finale yet. And I read that series when we started the podcast in April. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm so bad about it. It literally, I I was <laughs> like, I yeah. And like I love the Raven Cycle. I love it. I love yeah. Akatar. Like I loved all those. And when we started reading Throne of Glass, I was like, I'm so tired of reading about these characters like in secession. Like I'm just done. <laughs> it took me months. Oh my God. It probably took me like three years to get through the Shadow Hunter series. I really like, one couple weeks to six books in between months in between I think we did like two moves before I finished all of like the mortal instruments there's six books it's forever I just like I don't know I'm just like I don't know it's good I like it but like I need to read something else (laughs) like (laughs) see this is where you don't have the obsessive yeah yeah, like personality whereas I on the other hand am like psycho about like series like I it's so bad like I again I will I am that person that if I buy the first book in a series, I have to buy the whole series. Like I have to. And if I hate the first book, I'm like, well, I'm invested now. And then usually it gets better. Like I'm better about it because now I'm like, okay, we're going to Goodreads this and make sure it's like a decent series and not just trash. I only Um, own the cruel prince. Like that's it. Yeah. And I got it as like a gift. And I was like, I'm going to buy the rest of the series and I'm not getting rid of it because it makes for good content. But yeah, we're we're different people that's for sure yeah <laughs> that's, definitely are so that's our this last is, question this is what makes it work Tatiana yeah, yeah, we have so differing fair. opinions and it just makes it work I love it yeah sometimes we agree we agree on a lot of stuff I think but there's yeah. quite a few things that uh, we're just yeah. different but that's our last question so yep. yeah so we really enjoy doing these episodes they're a lot of fun um we <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit more about us and our differing opinions and um weirdness 
<laughs> that, that we have regarding bookish things and and mystical creatures um as far as announcements we are still we're kind of in the middle of the month so still reading our um pick of the month for the book club it is the night swim by megan golden um and i haven't picked it up yet because i'm terrible and i always wait till the last minute um but um we haven't necessarily set a date yet for discussion but it will probably be towards the end of the month um one of the weekends but if you're interested in reading it and want to join in on the discussion please do it's so, always such a great discussion we've had two meetings so far and everyone's just amazing and brings so many great opinions and differing like takes on everything it's it's so much fun. I love it. So um, it's a great group of people over there. So please, please join in. The link is in our link tree and our bio, the discord group, um, and just join us over there. It's a lot of fun. So um, any other announcements, Scott? I don't think so. We have Jordan from Books to Last podcast that will be on next week. So we got a chance to talk to her and we're just doing a kind of like top three books of 2021 episodes since she does five of your like all-time favorite we decided to ask her her top books of like this past year since there has been a ton of really fun ones that came out it's hard to narrow them down and we didn't want to do that again so we're narrowing down this year's um so yeah had a ton of fun talking to her that'll be next monday and then the week after that we will be doing ninth house i don't know if we've said it yet but we'll be doing ninth house at the end of the month and that's lee barduco we did this one for our book club kirsten i loved it so i'm really excited for that episode to come out and then, yeah, we'll have some whole host of things happening in September, but those are to be announced. I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. We had a lot of fun. If you guys have any questions or want to suggest a book that you want us to talk about, please DM us, shoot us a, a message. Um, we are on both TikTok and Instagram at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Both Tatiana and my personal bookstagrams are linked in there as well. So check us out. Come over, say hello. Tell your friends, leave a five-star review, follow, like, subscribe, all the fun things. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for you guys this week. Hope you have a great rest of the week and we will see you on Monday with Jordan. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>Thank you for listening to the bookish banter podcast this week we would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review thank you once again and we'll see you all next week